Unmute yourself. Okay. Well, good morning and welcome to the prayer line. I believe um, Elder Heather is on the line this morning, but if she's not, that's okay. <clears throat> no, I'm on, Bishop. I'm on, but Sister Charlene um, was supposed to be on this morning. But anyway, good morning to you. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Well, um, praise the Lord, we're on live, and so... <laughs> Uh, you want to greet the people? I can greet the people. You know me. I can chew gum and jump rope at the same time. So, <laughs> happy Memorial Day. <laughs> yes, indeed. Happy Memorial Day. And, yes, you know, I will say good morning to everybody, and then I will turn it over to you. But it is a good day to be alive. Uh, as this is a very special day in our nation where we honor those that have given the greatest sacrifice so that we might be free. And I pray that as all of us go through our day today, that we would be mindful, that we would be mindful of these precious men and women that have given their all for us and that we honor them by our words, even by our deeds, if that's at all possible. Um, I was just thinking, you know, uh, we're blessed. In spite of the situation that we find ourselves in right now, we are blessed. Mother? Yes. Can you hear me? I'm sorry, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Are you on, honey? Yes, I am. My phone, Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. Father, we give you glory. We give you honor. Jesus, you are Lord. Thank you, everyone. Thank you for your patience. To thank you for joining in on the call this morning. We don't take it lightly that you've phoned in and joined us this morning, and we wholeheartedly welcome you. The Father welcomes you. We at New Destiny welcome you. The Passion Translation of Isaiah 56 and 7 says, I will welcome you into my holy mountain and make you joyful in my house of prayer. I will accept every sacrifice and offering that you place on my altar. For my house of worship will be known as a house of prayer for all people. So we welcome you all, Houses of Prayer, today. Please let me introduce you to our New Destiny Church family. This morning we have the honor of our own spiritual father, Bishop C. Carl Smith, to bring our devotion today. Good morning, Bishop and Pastor Adrian. We love and honor you both. How are you doing this morning? I'm doing absolutely here. God bless you this morning. Thank you. Thank you. We also welcome Minister Helena Marty. Minister Helena, Minister Helena will be bringing forth our prayer requests and our praise reports that were submitted. Good morning, Minister Helena. How are you today? Good morning. I'm excellent. How are you? I am well. I am well. All is well. Hallelujah. Now that our team for today has been introduced, let's go together before the throne of grace. Amen. Teamwork makes the dream work, and together we press 
and we pray for wholeness in each other, for the manifested, perfected purpose of our God to come forth, not only here on this call, not only here in America, but across the seven continents of this earth. We declare no man is left behind on our watch. Amen? Together we press and we push the purpose that God has invested in us through prayer. Hallelujah. Christ himself was a house of prayer, and he continually withdrew from the Father. He continually drew from the Father through his intimate relationship. And because Jesus Christ is our model, Father, we continually draw from you. Father, we first ask for forgiveness for any sin or anything that we have done, Father, that is in contrast to your will. Father, clean us up. Wash us afresh today with the precious blood of Jesus as we, Father, shift towards heaven, as we, Father, command this day. Father, we come this morning as your church, as your house of prayer. As Christ was a house of prayer in the earth, we come today, Father, as a house of prayer. Father, as Christ drew his strength from you, Father, we draw from you this morning. We draw from Holy Spirit this morning. We drink of your living water this morning. We eat of you, Jesus, our bread of life. We declare that you, Jesus, are our Savior, and we are the temples of sweet Holy Spirit. We thank you. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Holy Spirit, that you are inside of us because we have accepted Jesus as our Lord. And we freshly accept you again this morning. We are not of our own. We have been bought with a valuable price, the blood of Jesus. Therefore, we don't come out of any intent of our flesh, but every intent and purpose of you, Father, We declare that everything said and everything prayed this day is led by Holy Spirit because we yield to you. We declare that everything brought forth through our mouths this morning is out of the abundance of your word overflowing from our hearts. Speak, Father. We are listening. Father, we incline our ears to hear you closer by Holy Spirit. Father, prophesy this morning as you will. Father, pray this morning as you will by Holy Spirit through your sons and daughters. Father, we are your house. Do what you want to do through your body this morning. Father, we pray together. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom. Thine is the power. 
and thine is the glory forever. Amen. Bishop, we're ready for you. Thank you. Thank you, dear. Uh, what I want to do before I get going this morning, I want to go back to Elder Heather because she was saying something, and I think uh, it's important to hear what you were saying, Elder Heather. Uh, Elder Heather, will you come back and, and finish sharing with us what you were saying, please? Bishop, I just feel that today is a special day, and I was I was sharing with everyone that we need to honor are men and women that have paid the greatest price for our for our safety. I personally have been affected by that. Um, I lost my uh, cousin's son. He was a ranger, and he was killed in Afghanistan. And I know the heartache that his mother, who is now a Gold Star family member, um, she still today, you know, even though she she does wonderful things on behalf of of the soldiers and that she still pay has paid a price because she lost her son. And I just, you know, when you think about it, that you know, America has gone through um, many many wars. Um, there's been the American Revolution. We've had the Civil War. There's been World War One and Two. There's been the Korean War and then Vietnam and Desert Storm to Afghanistan and Iraq. And it's interesting and heart wrenching when you think that a million Americans, one million Americans have paid the ultimate price to secure the blessing of liberty that we have in our nation today. And so that's why I was saying we need to honor them. Honor them, pray for those that are serving our country, whether they're here at home or whether they are abroad. And, you know, speak highly of them. Pray for them. And know that their families, their families pay a great price for those that are not even home today, that they're overseas. So, you know, we right now are in a fight. We're in a fight against this this virus, COVID-19. But, you know, we still can spend some time with families maybe in our backyard celebrating. But do remember what this day is all about. And pray for our military men and women because they do sacrifice and they deserve to be honored and they deserve to be prayed for and to be remembered. And that's what I wanted to share this morning. Thank you. Well, thank you so much. And I believe that we should honor Memorial Day, those who have given their lives for what we um, have as freedom in our nation. And we thank God for that. This is the greatest nation in the world. That's why everyone wants to come to America, but those of us who were born here, we're so privileged. And I think sometimes we overlook that, that how privileged we are. And I don't, I don't think you understand how privileged we really are as being born American unless you go to other countries. And 
begin to see um, how people live. Don't get me wrong, some people live very well, but still, it's just not the same as being here in America. I've had the privilege Amen. of traveling around the world, and, you know, it just, you, you see so much, and it's, it's very interesting. So we thank God for the liberty that we have and those who have fought for the liberty that we have. This morning, I want to talk to you. I have the privilege of ministering to you on Sunday, then I have the privilege of coming back doing a prayer call on Monday. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I I don't take that lightly. I, I, I really uh, take it very serious, and I'm so honored to be able to speak into your lives. And it's just such a blessing to me. I, I love God's plan for my life. And you should love God's plan for your life, regardless of what we face and regardless of what we're going through. And so this morning, I want to talk to you about God having a plan for your life. He has a plan for your life. In, in the midst of despair, in the midst of difficulty, God yet has a plan for your life, which is an indication that it doesn't end here. You know, no matter how bad things are tomorrow, will be better. And that's what was happening in, in the book of Jeremiah when the children of Israel were over in Babylon. They were in captivity. And you got to understand something. When God starts speaking through the prophet, it's, it's amazing because the, one of the first things God tells them long before God talks about he had a plan for his life or he had a plan for the people's life, the Bible says, let me just read this to you. In Jeremiah 29, Verse 8, I'll start reading verse 8, uh, the New Living Translation. Man, it's just so good. <laughs> this is what the Lord of Heaven's army, the God of Israel, says. And I love it because God announces how he's going to show up in your life. He announces the, the attribute of how he's going to manifest himself. He says, this is what the Lord of Heaven's army, the Lord of hosts, says. The Lord of hosts means God, mighty in battle. In other words, I'm going, to, I'm going to fight the battle for you. But let me lay this out for you. Do not let your prophets and your fortune tellers who are with you in the land of Babylon trick you. Don't listen to their dreams. Because they are not telling you, because they are telling you lies in my name. I have not sent them, says the Lord. Wow, isn't that something? Then he says, this is what the Lord says. He said, don't listen to them. I'm not prophesying to them. They say I'm prophesying to them, but I'm not. They're prophesying. He said, this is what I'm saying. You will be in Babylon for 70 years, but then I will come and do for you all the good things I have promised, and I will bring you home again. For I know the plans I have for you, saith the Lord. They are plans for good and not for disaster, to give you a future and a hope. Now, so he says, the prophets are going to be prophesying a lot like today. And he said, don't listen to them. Don't listen to the fortune tellers. They're saying that this is what the Lord is saying. But God said, I'm not saying that. And God says, here's what I'm saying. You're going to deal with some trouble. And see, I think a lot of times as Christians, we feel 
Or some people think when they become a Christian, they're not supposed to go through anything. It's not true. The Bible never said that we wouldn't go through difficult times. We wouldn't go through challenges. Like I read yesterday, if you were in service, I read Psalm 66 when David says, you've caused men to ride over our heads. We went through the fire and through the flood, but you brought us out to a wealthy place. So God never said we wouldn't go through anything. But a lot of believers think that we don't. We don't have to go through anything. We shouldn't go through anything. It's not true. It rains on the just and the unjust. So when it hits, it hits everybody. But here is the hope that we can hold on to. No matter how tough things are and how tough things get, God says, I still have a plan for your life. What does that do? When God tells us in the present, he has a plan for our life. When God gives us that word in the present, it gives us hope for tomorrow. I pray you write that down. A word today gives us hope for a better tomorrow. See, that's what the word of God does. God will come in. God will declare his word. You're to grab onto that word, and you're to hold on to that word for dear life. You see, let me put it this way. There's so much potential in all kind of seeds, whether it's an apple seed, whether it's a mustard seed, um, you know, you know, so much potential in the seed. Apple seed, mustard seed, and go on with seeds. So much potential. So you, you plant, let's use the mustard seed. We plant the tree. Someone comes and cut the tree down. The Bible says, listen what it says, there's hope in a tree. At the scent of water, it may sprout again. At the scent of water. It hadn't even rained. But at the scent of water, it begins to wake up, and it begins to have hope of a brighter day and a brand new day that I am going to live again, now watch this, and become fruitful. Because it's only when you grow, you release the fruit that's on the inside of you. There's fruit in the inside of you, lying dormant, waiting to be released. But you have to grow. You have to stretch for tomorrow. You got to have hope for tomorrow that life is going to move beyond all the situations, circumstances, and difficulties that we're facing today. They were in bondage. Times were hard. They were dealing with difficulty. They were in the midst of crisis. And they needed a word of encouragement. That word of encouragement was to help them endure in tough times. When tough times come, it only comes to test what's in you. And so when the tough time take you down, there wasn't much to you anyway. Don't get me wrong. I'm not underestimating stuff. And I get it. Stuff is real. But you have to be mentally tough and you have to condition yourself. And you have to go back and you have to begin to gauge how many years have you been born again? How much word has God deposited into your spirit like the water that is about to come in the rain, and that tree says at the scent of rain, it sprouts again. Well, at the scent of the word, you should begin to sit up straight. Praise God. Maybe if you're laying in the bed, sit up straight. Hey, at the scent of water, you should begin to wake up. When you hear that God has a plan for your life, 
don't care how your life been, your parents' life been, your grandparents' life been. You are different. What makes you different? You became born again. You are a child of the Most High God. God has a plan for your life. You are interruption in the bloodline. Praise God. And so you should wake up and be alert that God has a plan for your life. Don't take that lightly. Don't take that phrase lightly. You've heard the phrase before, but don't take it lightly. God has a plan for your life. What? It's for a better tomorrow. It's for a better tomorrow. So you have to know that. Know that God has a plan for your life, or knowing that God has a plan for your life, should give you so much hope for the future that there's a God-ordained destiny that he expects for you to arrive at. And that's powerful. He expects for you to arrive at a certain place, at a certain season, at a certain time. And so God's plan for your life is, 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 is foolproof. But we got to understand what that plan is. And I pray today you begin to understand the plan of God for your life. Father, you said there's hope for a tree. At the scent of water, it may live again. And Father, today I declare your word like rain, that it will rain in their life, that it will wake them up knowing that God has a plan for their lives. But, Father, our part is to now operate in faith. For you said faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. One translation says, now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. Father, now may they take every bit of belief that is on the inside of themselves and connected with their hope and expectation to connect with your plan for their lives. For Father God, you said in your word, there's many plans in a man's heart, but it's the plan of the Lord that will succeed. So we thank you, Lord God, that it is your plan that will succeed. It is your plan that will come to pass in their life. It is your plan that will take first place, first priority in every area of their life. You said, Father, may the God of all hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing so that by the power of the Holy Spirit you may abound in hope. May the power of the Holy Spirit Begin to lead you and guide you into the truth of God's ordained plan for your life. May the Holy Spirit navigate you to the right people for that plan to unfold. May the Holy Spirit now begin to download into your spirit wisdom and understanding and confidence. Because some of the things that God called us to do, we feel within ourselves we don't have the ability to do it. And many times we don't. But with the wisdom of God, he helps us and he assists us. And I ask you today to help them and to assist them. They may not have the education, Father. They may not have the knowledge. But, Lord God, as you come in through the person of the Holy Spirit, strengthen them. 
strengthen their mind, cause them to be strong, cause them to be very courageous, that they may fulfill your divine plan that you place in their heart before the foundation of this world. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Amen, amen. Using the words of our bishop, now that was absolutely powerful. May your word, Father, reign in our lives. He said the plans of our God is for good and not for disaster to give us an expected end. God has a plan for our lives in the present that gives us hope for our future. And he expects us to arrive at that certain place, at that certain purpose. A word for today gives us hope for a better tomorrow. Are you ready to stretch? These tough times are only bringing what's inside of us out of us. I'm sitting up straight. Are you guys sitting up straight? We are the interruption in the bloodline. Amen? Minister Helena, we're ready for you to come forth. We're ready to stand in agreement and prayer with you this morning, sis. All right. So we have two prayer requests. We have three requests with two praise reports. The first prayer request is for Ms. Yankel Green. Uh, they're asking to pray for her, um, for her mother, Simone Drake. She had massive stroke in 2016, and she's still not talking. God promised to heal her completely, so they're believing that that um, healing will come to pass, and we are in agreement with them. Another prayer request is from anonymous uh, someone who was concerned uh, for two daughters that we need to pray for their battling with mental health uh, conditions due to their father behavior. And so they ask to pray for peace in the household, and we are going to pray with them uh, for peace. Uh, repentance, forgiveness in the household, and also protection uh, for the entire family in the mighty name of Jesus. There's another one that came from Cheryl Shaw, praying for strength to deal with daily problems, asking to be kept strong and humble, praying for direction to continue to lead her family uh, the right way. Now we have two praise reports. One came from Paul Walker. She, he said, uh, praise to the Lord Jesus and his healing power in his word, that he put more than himself to make sure it is indestructible and uncompromising. Thank you, New Destiny, definitely for your prayers. And my friend, Alice's father, gravely Nolly, is breathing on his own. And the coronavirus has lost its effect on him. There's nothing God cannot do, and prayers works. For it is written, pray without ceasing. Yes, yes, yes. We are in agreement with you. The last praise report is from Arita Williams. Thanking God for her brother who was found unresponsive. The brother lives in New Orleans, and he was found unresponsive. The brother's name is Cleveland. Cleveland is doing well, he's strong, he's feeling great, and he said God got him. So he's asking for total healing, a complete 
healing in his body. And we are in agreement. They are uh, together with the family, thanking God in advance for the brother's complete healing. And as Mother was talking about it this morning, I just also wanted to say that, you know, each year on Memorial Day, we take time to reflect on the courage of American soldiers who gave their lives in service to our great country. And like Bishop said, it is a great country. From the American Revolution through the Civil War, World War One and Two, the Korean War through Vietnam and, and the Desert Storm, Afghanistan and Iraq, more than a million Americans have paid the ultimate price to secure the blessings of liberty for our nation. So in the memory of those who defended our nation, we express our gratitude and pride by thanking the brave soldiers who served and held our flag high. It's our hope as all Americans unite in our, in our fight against COVID-19 right now that we still find some time, some space to enjoy family, friends, and also to say a word of prayer to all our heroes, our soldiers. And Kathy, I'm going to say publicly thank you. We acknowledge you and we salute you. And to all soldiers that are on this call, we really thank you. We thank God for your life. Amen. Now let's pray. Father God, we are before you this morning interceding on behalf of all these requests that came through. We're starting with Ms. Drake. She's waiting for a total healing to manifest. That total healing, we know that she's already been healed, but now we're waiting for it to manifest so we can all see it. So, Father God, we thank you for promising and for her faith because your word in Mark 534 says that, and he said to her, daughter, your faith has made you whole. It has made you well. Go in peace. Your suffering is over. And so, Father God, she's standing on that word. She's standing on that word that she's having her complete healing because she's already said that. And she has faith because she says she's still waiting for it to talk. So may you open up her lips, may you open up her tongue, may that be released so she can speak again in the mighty name of Jesus. We also continue to pray for the two daughters that their concerns were brought on this line because this line, we have faith that any prayer that comes through this line always gets good results because you always answer. So Father God, the mental challenges that you are having due to their father, you are a God, you are their father first. Their father, you just rented, you just gave them to that uh, human father. And so, dear God, you are their father first. And we are asking for peace. We are saying that wherever peace is lacking, to be still. Father God, may that peace be still. We are calling on the peace that you mentioned in Philippians 4, 7, that says the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding. So any condition that we cannot understand, this peace will surpass that. Anything that we cannot comprehend with our human sense, this peace will surpass that. And may your peace guard their hearts and their mind. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray that the, the relationship that they have with their dad, Father, you will rearrange it. You will make it stale. You will make that whatever that is causing the confusion that is bothering their mind, Father God, you will rearrange it and correct that. And they will feel that. They will feel your peace 
passing through their household in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you for being so faithful, even when we are not. Even when we are not, but when we call on to you, you always answer. So thank you for answering their prayers. We also hear, Father God, for Cheryl Shaw, asking for strength. We know that your word has said already that the joy of the Lord is our strength. So may her walk, may the work that she has, she's walking with you, may that work bring her joy in the mighty name of Jesus. You told us in Proverbs 3, 5 that we should trust in you with all our hearts and not to depend on our own understanding. So today, Cheryl Shaw is seeking your will in all that she does in the mighty name of Jesus. So you will show her which part to take. Your word also said that your word will be her lamp if she, she, she relies on that word. So may the word, may the word that she read to be her lamp for her feet and the light of her path everywhere that she walks in the mighty name of Jesus. Now Luke seventeen fourteen told us that and as they went they were cleansed and one of them when he saw that he was healed returned with a loud voice glorifying God and fell down on his face at his feet giving him thanks so Father God all those that brought their praise reports they are bringing it because it's biblical because they have to come back and say thank you so that is what Arita and her family are doing this morning. That is what Paul Walker is doing this morning. They are bringing their thanksgiving unto you because they do know that you are the one, the only one that healed them. And so, Father God, they are even in advance, those that we know that has already been healed. But in our natural sense, we don't see it. Father God, we are calling, we are reaching out so that they will see it in the mighty name of Jesus. And in advance, we are thanking you. We are thanking you for listening to our prayers. Father God, thank you for healing our land. Today is a special day. We know that if it hadn't been because of you, we don't know where we would have been, some of us, with this corona. And so, Father God, we are thanking you for healing our land. Keep us secure under your shadow. Reign over our land. Reign over White House. Reign over all the health organizations, leaders. Reign over their mind in the mighty name of Jesus. Reign over all our soldiers and their families. Reign over everywhere you created heaven and earth. Reign over it. In the mighty name of Jesus, we have prayed. Amen. Thank you, Minister Helena. Hallelujah. Bishop, before we sign off this morning, we want to come back to you to see if our Father has given you anything else to share. Thank you so, thank you so much, dear. As uh, Elder Heather said and Minister Helena about Memorial Day, we thank God once again for those who've given their lives for our freedom, what we call liberty. We also thank God for every service member that is on this phone, that served this country, every person who's been enlisted in the military, we thank you. And as she said, we salute you this morning. We thank you for your service. We thank God that he's saved your life, whether you've had to go into war or not. But we just thank you for serving. As we get ready to bring this prayer call to a close this morning, I want to echo one more time, God's plan for your life is to give you hope for the future. 
hear that. And so take this time to prepare for your future. What does your future look like? What's the hope that you have? What are the things you want to accomplish, the things you want to obtain? And so now in the year of focus, let us refocus on what matters most. Let us reset our lives so when the storm is over, we can be refreshed and we can have the stamina, the stamina that we need to finish the race, whether that's physical stamina or spiritual stamina. It's very important that you have stamina so that you can finish your race. God bless you. Make today great. We want to want us to remember that you may send in your prayer request to www.newdestiny.online. We believe God that every prayer request is a praise report. So please send in your prayer request. We love to pray. Father, we stand confident this morning in knowing that you have accepted our offerings. Father, we pray, dear God, that you bless our military men and women, bless every veteran, bless everyone on this call. Father, we declare that as the very scent of water awakens the tree and brings life, Father, awaken us with the scent of the living water of your word, that we may live again, that we, dear Father, remain fruitful May we grow to release the fruit that is inside of us. Father, we pray that you fill our prayers with the precious blood of Jesus and with precious Holy Spirit in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Sister Kathy, please open the lines for the house of prayer to lift up our worship together. <laughs> 